Welcome to Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show, presented by TheIndieRadio.com, with your hosts, Kente and Mosaic. This program hosts a weekly panel of men and women who discuss topics such as dating, the workplace, family, spirituality, cheating, and of course, sex. Monday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, this show is simulcasted live audio and video between Facebook and YouTube, which allows listeners all over the world to gather together to tackle challenging relationship issues. And now here is your host, Mosaic and Kente. Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. I am one of your hosts, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California. And I'm so happy to be here with my wonderful co-host, the one and only Mosaic Star. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you guys doing tonight? Awesome, awesome, awesome. And uh, this is going to be a great show. We have a returning champ back on the show <laughs> The one and only brother Newman himself. Man. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Happy Monday. Uh, it's a joy to be back. It's been a minute. So looking forward to seeing what we're going to talk about tonight. All right. All right. All right. And joining us, this is her first time. Uh, I don't want to say like Batman and Robin, uh, like Batman and uh, Supergirl. Or yeah, something you can like add that. super somewhere in there. We can, I can work. Oh, God. Wait a minute. See? Okay. Hey, guys. It's your girl, Simply Bree from He Said What Network. And I am Alan's yin to his yang when it comes to the He Said What show. So, whatever he tells y'all. Yeah, whatever. That yang. But I'm excited really... to be here. <laughs> we'll see how this is gonna be tonight because I'll be having to rein her in. So we'll see. <laughs> I love it. I love it though. All right. So um welcome to the show. Um now the the last time I had you on, the he said uh what network what didn't exist, right? So tell the audience uh, about it. You know what? Can't say that. He said what actually was not my baby. It is my lovely co-host baby. Uh, basically how it started. Um, she had already, she had a, he said what um, show going on every, I think it was every Tuesday. And I happened to be a guest uh, a few times, which was, it was awesome. Bree didn't know me from dirt. <laughs> so the interactions was definitely amazing. Um, and then what happened is she was trying to think of a spinoff and some friends of hers was like, well, if you want to have a show with a woman's perspective, we think the best person as your host would be Alan. Of course, can say, you know, I had the book about why I love black women and majority of my platform is dedicated towards loving and appreciating on black women. So became a host on that on Wednesdays. Um, actually, it will make two years for us uh, this Wednesday um, as a network. Right, so congrats. did that, um, started off her show. We started off webcam on YouTube, but my show started off uh, tell, uh, kind of more like a radio uh, broadcast over the phone. Um, we switched it over to being live where they can actually see us. Um, and then Bree decided to switch it up on us this year and decided to combine us together. 
um, where we're now co-hosts together for the He Said What Network, where she said what. Um, it's amazing. It's been inspiring. It's it's been interesting. It's been exciting. We ain't even get started <laughs> yet. Like y'all ain't seen nothing. He won't let me run with scissors, scissors in my hand. <laughs> But I mean, it's it's real. I'm like, like honestly, like I said, this is this is her baby. Um, it's definitely to help the black community. Um, matter of fact, right now we do have some colleagues that are doing their show right now. Um, yeah. one Mike and RG doing Simply Sports. Um, from eight thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, so nine thirty. Eight to nine thirty. Eight to nine thirty. Yeah. Um. So we got a lot of things in the works, um, a lot of new projects coming up. I'm excited. Um, it's definitely something catered and geared towards the Black community to open dialogue and conversation. Um, we do have a lot of Black podcasts that are out there. Um, some good, some not so much, some that have questionable um, topics or thought process. And we're trying to just bring the light, showing that there's actually capable Black people that are doing the work um, in the community to not just better themselves, but other families and Black people as a whole. Amazing. Go ahead, Alan Newman Jr. for president. <laughs> all right, all right, yes. all right. And she's the ultimate. And she is the ultimate hype girl. If you need a hype Listen, person, read your girl. Now I her hype you. may get you in trouble, but if you need a hype person, <laughs> she your girl. Listen, I ain't got nothing to do with what happens afterwards. I'm just gonna get you there. Now what <laughs> you decide to do, that's on you. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I love it. I love it. So, Bree, uh, tell the audience a little bit about the topics that you can get when you uh, tune in. Oh, man. Okay. So, depending on what day of the week you tune in, we cover everything from spiritual guidance, where we have Let's Connect with P's Intuition. She does oracle readings and live intuitive readings. So, she will basically, she is the real deal, Mrs. Cleo, but like, <laughs> she ain't got the fake accent, but she got the real information. Um, listen, and we're trying to get people so scared to just get up there and, and ask the question for free live. Like, I don't get it, but okay. Um, <laughs> we have Simply Sports, where, you know, 90% of the sports show is not about sports. So it's like <laughs> the reverse. We entertain you through humor, through you know, just daily interactions of what you got going on. As RG says, if you have a favorite jump rope, a pair of sneakers that you grew up loving, the show is for you. Um, so that, as um, my lovely co-host, Alan, mentioned, um, that's actually taking place right now. He said, what? Oh, my goodness. So at the beginning of the year, when it was strictly just me doing he said what, I would bring up one bl male Black guest, and I would ask him, I would give him some topics to choose, choose, choose from. So we were either talking about, um, are we still a village raising children in the community? We're talking about love and relationships. We're talking about growing up in a Black household, finance and credit awareness, um, being Black in corporate America. So those were, those were some topics that we were discussing when we had that format. Now, though... We get into the nitty gritty because I'm starting to notice that, you know, the conscious conversations are great and we're reaching the right people, but we still have some people out there who need help when it comes to the way that they communicate with their fellow brother or fellow sister. So now we're talking about uh, highly educated but stuck on stupid, 
um, how not to be emotionally slutty. I mean, the list goes on this week. We're talking about would you date the male or female version of yourself? Because <laughs> you've got to... uh, well, first of all, the, the female version of myself would be quite awesome. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying I would totally ask her out. Uh, as long as she didn't look like me with a wig on. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I felt like I had to answer that question. But, uh, no, no, those are great questions. And uh, there was one topic, too, we talked about slightly in the um, in the pre-chat about uh, if you have kids. If you don't have kids, can you even speak on what people should do with their kids or not? And, uh, look, I have strong feelings about it because I ain't got no kids. Okay. Uh, I ain't got no kids. I know, and I said it the way I meant to say it. <laughs> but, uh, um, and I kind of felt low-key y'all was talking about me, you know, <laughs> as one of those people who got a lot to say, uh -huh. you know, about about how people raise their kids. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I don't know if you've ever been somewhere enjoying you know, enjoying whatever, you know, it could be a, a family get together. It could be having uh dinner at a nice restaurant and somebody's badass kids just running through the place like baby's kids. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. And I'll be honest with you. Right, right. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. It is hard not to say nothing. It's hard. Or if you ever been on a plane and then you have that kid. Good night harassing you on the you know and you want to you want to throw them out the window so bad you know, what, you, you, know what's funny? you know what's funny though i have been graced that every time i have caught a flight and has been next to a child i don't know if i just look like i'm not problematic <laughs> i never get any issues first of all god is nice enough to have a melanated baby that sits next to me so right. nine times out of ten, I'm asleep. The baby sleep. My last flight, I guess the baby just thought I was entertaining. Just stared at me the entire flight. Didn't say a peep. Just looked. So I've never had that. But I do feel kente about those bad kids at the restaurant. Because I'd be like, yo, if that little kid comes past me, I'm about to sit my foot out. Let no one see it. I hope you bust your face. <laughs> I'm that person. Your kid fall. I'm praying he falls. I'm praying he fall because you should have been watching your kid. I'm that person. I'm praying your kid fall because right, your kid right. should be ru running oh and ripping. First of all, Bree, you already know how I feel about these little crumb snatches. These kids are mad expensive, doing damage everywhere they go. Little tyrants, little deviants that be doing whatever they want to do with no home training. And then some parents, and I won't say who they be, just be like, oh my God, he's so cute. No, your child is not. Your child look like a mashed potato and they need to go sit down somewhere. <laughs> no one got time. Not everyone think your baby cute. I'm just saying, not everybody think your baby cute. And people right. be running around like they got the cutest baby in the world and really people be ready to put their hands on people's children because of how they be acting. Now, granted, Bree, you have a whole grown youngin, so it's different. Once you 15, 16, 17, I think it's a little different. But when you got them little, little, little yay high little people running around, that's a whole different conversation. And I don't have no kids, so I don't try and speak on no kids. Oh, I should be like hoping the ancestors hear me when they start <laughs> acting up and just be like, I need them to fall real quick. Right, right. So, well, I, 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 man. 
So I am, I'm like the community auntie. Uh, if I see your kids acting up, I'm gonna I'm act up with them. So, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna jack you up. That's just, just how I am. So I remember just being in the grocery store. I don't care if, if your kids running around, you chasing your kid. I'm gonna be like, hey, didn't your mother tell you to go? And then they go, I'm gonna scare them and they're gonna run over there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's usually how I handle it. Or sometimes, like, I, uh, I'm i the person in the plane. Baby. Because apparently just sitting in the seat ain't going to work. Keep them quiet. If it's a baby. So I'm going to play with them. You know, I, I it doesn't bother me. Because sometimes the kids just need something to do. And it's like, you know, a lot of people don't socialize their kids properly. So they do act up. And because they're bored, they don't know what to do. They don't know how to act in social settings because they don't take the kids nowhere. And I think in the re another reason why they act that way and the reason why people don't like kids is because we've become so unkid friendly in our society. Like we don't want kids at restaurants. We don't want to see their ass at the park. You be like, it's toys out here for the kids, but I don't give a damn. I don't want to see no kids. People do they <laughs> <laughs> like, well, damn. He's like, people don't want to see kids anywhere. And I think that's a big problem. And because we leave kids at home, like, well, kids need to be at home. Well, they at home doing nothing. I mean, they need to get out and socialize and learn how to interact in public. You can't just be like, I don't want to see the damn kids. Get the kids away from me. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, I will say those COVID babies are on another level, though. Man. Those COVID babies, they actually are on another level in the way they interact and everything. Now, if you put one of them next to me, I will deal with them. But if you talking about these other ones, mm, nah. COVID babies. Man, oh. No, it's a, it's a real thing because yeah. you know, I work with young people and they be having kids. It's a girl, I bush, child, not, this baby was like six weeks standing up. I was like, what is this baby doing? Like, oh, <laughs> hell no. That's an alien. Like climbing up. And like, I'm like, are you serious? Oh <laughs> and I think they're saying, and I think they're, they're saying they're the reason why a lot of these COVID babies are like so developed is because, of course, during COVID, they were stuck at home, especially if you had older siblings. Because I have a friend who has three kids and they have a one year old. And he talked about the fact like their baby was doing stuff that he don't remember none of his kids doing when they were that baby age. But then he said his kids interact with their son so much that his son tries to do everything that they do. So I think if they have, um, someone to interact with them that helps with their development but you are correct it's a lot of stuff they don't have for kids anymore kids can't come to weddings kids can't come to nothing it's like yo nah if you if you about to go to a function and you got a kid you got to figure out a babysitter to take care of them they just yeah. happy to be outside if anything listen <laughs> i mean and then you gotta keep in, you gotta you gotta understand too the age group of the people that's having these kids like they don't want nothing to do with their own kids. They're going to give you a laptop. You're going to have a cell phone. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey, go, go get on YouTube. Get on, what is it, Roblox? They're going to sit you in front of something. Um, so, I mean, I feel sorry for these kids. I sound like I'm the only one up here that got a kid. Um, my son, I'm going to tell you this, though. My son, 15, if you got to, if you got to say something to him, then me and him going to have a problem. Okay? If somebody got to say something to my child, now, I don't need you putting your hands on a child now because now you're pushing it. Because some people who don't have kids do not understand what it's like to raise a child or understand the child's personality. So sometimes it's best to seek the parent. When you start putting your hands and grabbing on folks' kids, now you open up the doors for a fight. Now, unless you know how to fight, fight or shoot, because some folks don't fight, fight at all. They just go to the trunk 
and they pop that thing off. You can't be putting your hands on everybody's kids. And then you got to understand how was that person raised who's putting hands on your child? Because they could have they been raised in a household where the mom and the father was beating on them, like domestic abuse, like you told Hoppo to beat me, beat me type. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you can't be putting hands on people's kids unless you're willing to die for that situation because you don't know what the reporter. Do not put your hands on kids when my, in my <gasps> presence. Uh, but no, you don't have to. I don't even believe that you really have to like hit or put your hands on kids for real. Um, most times, like even with my nieces and nephews, they they already know. I have to keep yes. it on play, so it's like okay, jump on my couch again. Paw Patrol going off. Right. Okay, you jump on the couch. Paw Patrol off. Paw Patrol. Just, you know, it's just the consequences. You have to right. have boundaries right. and set consequences, and because I'm not your mama gonna be like, sit your tail down, sit up. I said, sit down. Did I tell right. you? Right. No. no. You, you know, it's going off. I don't. Like, you can cry to your heart fall out. I don't care, but Paw Patrol is off. That makes sense. Um, the way they're raised, the way their parent is, um, plays a big, big part in it. Um, oh, yeah, yo, like, I'm not kids. Um, I'm just yeah. gonna go ahead, give a look, and go mind my business and find a place where that child is not. But I yeah. do think it does play a part in how the parents raise their kids. Mm -hmm. Um, and that might be the biggest challenge, as Bri is saying, you have a lot of parents in. A younger age bracket that they don't even want their kids, so no. they're quick they're like, you to put their have kid them. to the back burner, and the child don't have any discipline and stuff like that. So, um, that plays a part. Um, and then them, them little things. Have you dealt with a child that has no care in the world and like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. like be discreet, little like, Dexter, okay, little job, I need it, and they just Not like, Dexter. I don't care what <laughs> yeah. you gotta say, like, and you just like, oh That's my god. Weird. Oh, let, me come, let me talk to you. Let me whisper something. Your listen, listen. <laughs> one thing, one thing that grinds my gears is to hear a child, a teenager, whoever, if you younger than me, and you cursing, and and there's grown folks around you, especially the elderly, and you just swear. Uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, 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 we don't do that. No, no, no. We we don't we don't use that language because you know what. You got some people that's afraid to say something to these kids. Now, I ain't mm -hmm. got to put hands on you, but I'm going to say something to you. And then I'm going to go look for your mother. So your mother can check you or your father can check you because I don't care how old you are. I The, the era that I was brought up in, you don't curse. You don't, first of all, you're not supposed to be cursing anyways. But if there's an adult around, especially someone that's older, like a grandmother or grandfather, Oh, you better just wait until they leave before you just let your words go. But you do not swear or be disrespectful in front of no adult whatsoever. Yeah, they don't care. These kids nowadays, they knocking, oh, they knocking people out just because. Just for fun, the knockout game. Now, um, now our, our show, we we normally talk about relationship issues. So I want to shoot some questions off to you guys oh, Lord. and uh, get your thoughts. But before I get into that, uh, shout out to Bree's background. Oh, thank uh, you. That background's pretty dope. And if you look over to my left, her right, and you see the perfectly uh, curated uh, Keurig. <laughs> with the with the hand sanitizer too. I like that. That's a good touch. And you got the professional. You got the professional hookup. 
and yeah, and the coffee ah. is on point right there. So all you got to do is just turn to your right and that's make it. Look up. Yeah, kudos. Oh heck yeah! You got a remote. <laughs> Listen, this oh. is this is for my um my little light thing, but it be acting. Up, it be acting. Up. Oh, there we go. Boom. Oh, <laughs> I just didn't want to do too much because you know. It's oh just, wow! I mean, yeah. Shout out, it's man. Too, yeah. it's too, it's too man you make a brother want to step his uh, game up, uh, oh, his no, background game not. up. So, uh, um, okay, we'll get to this question or this uh, statement. Uh, this is complicated. Some kids have mental issues. Additionally, we're not trying to make parents uh, we be better parents. We blame the kids. Kids are kids. Uh okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, that's children are diagnosed um, with mental health until they're like 15, 16. Yeah. So you don't you can't really uh say that you know, and some people might say, Oh, they may be neurodivergent or maybe they're ADHD or something like that. Yeah. Um and like I mean that's a that's a really touchy subject. You really can't just say that they're they may be mentally ill, but you know parents are and their parents may be mentally ill too. You have to keep right. that in mind because um, mental health runs through the mom. So mm -hmm. I mean, it could be mental health, or it could be or it could just be the kid's an asshole. Or, or yeah, or this could be that they're just not oh. trained. Can't say I get a vibe that you've been traumatized by quite a few little kids, bro. I have, I have, I have, and uh, I'm tired of it. So <laughs> I get beat up on my little boys all the time, but I would, I would think like you, if your kid bite me or hit me, I would hit and I would bite. Oh, back. see, yeah, we ain't doing no bite. You get popped in your mouth. We yeah. don't do no I will restrain kid. I'm not. I will restrain kid. Kids can, kids can be jerks. Too. It, don't, it doesn't necessarily mean you know, there's a mental problem. Kind of yeah, so, I mean, yeah. All right, I get so, it. All right, so here, here's the, the first question. Uh, this, this topic came up a couple of weeks ago on our show, and I really want to get you guys' thoughts on it. Um, okay, there's this whole thing about first dates. And the one thing about a first date, you hear a lot of brothers, they want to do the the um coffee date right and okay. hey that's my joint too uh <laughs> so and a lot of women are like nah that's a cheap date nah you're gonna have to take me to roost chris you know or get tacos on the moon or some bullshit okay. so uh so my my question is we're gonna start off with brie uh are you okay with the coffee uh first date or do you really want him to um you know break out the roost chris or mm, uh this this is what? a good question Alan, don't don't even try to Alan. Please make me full screen. Make me full screen. <laughs> Listen, I love frozen hot chocolate. I don't do coffee. I love frozen hot chocolate. We can definitely, definitely go on the first date and get some hot chocolate, get some drinks. We ain't even got to drink no alcohol. As a matter of fact, I don't want to drink alcohol on my first date because I want to see how you act because I don't need no excuses. I don't want to hear nothing about no, oh, you know, I had a few drinks. I'm sorry for what I said. Uh-uh, no, let's just let's just talk sober. Guess what? I can take myself out to get a meal. I do that anyway. So a guy taking me to Ruth Chris or anything, I do that anyway. So that's no big surprise for me. Um, you have people out there, men, women, who look for the meals. Like they will literally have a lineup Monday through Friday with someone taking them out for something to eat. That's not me because listen, at the end of the day, we're spending my time. Forget your money. We're talking about my time. My time I cannot get back. Yeah, it's called a foodie call. 
A what? A, a foodie? Food? A, a foodie call? Yeah. Instead of a booty call. I'm right, really right. That. Sometimes you want to eat. So I you know. It. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure a lot of us guys have been uh, victims of the foodie call, uh, whether we know it or not. You know, it's probably happened to us and didn't even realize it until maybe too late. So, uh, what about you, uh, Alan? Uh, what do you feel like? Is a coffee date cool, or should a guy, if he really is interested in a girl, should he really, you know, make that extra extra effort and take her, you know, somewhere more than coffee? Come on, Alan. First of all, for the guys who are running into these like foodie dates, I <laughs> guess my question is, what kind of conversation are they having with them? Um, for me, it doesn't matter, and it's very interesting. I actually had just went on a date. Um, and the young lady and I, we went and had tacos. And she literally was like, yo, usually the first date I go, I don't expect the guy to pay. I was like, you sure? She was like, yeah. I was like, all right, bet. Um, I've been on coffee dates. Ironically, I know a lot of business women that are okay with coffee dates. So when I hear that there's a lot of women that aren't for it, it kind of does throw me for a loop because I know quite a few women who are cool with that because that initial date, you try to see exactly if you guys are going to be able to work out, if it's interesting. Um, I I feel like I mean if you want to take her to Ruth Chris I mean that's on you you balling like that and want to do that and you want to splurge um that's fine but I also know you need to date within your means and date within your budget mm. I'm not about to sit here and try and ball out all out to make you think I'm something else and then I got my lights are off at my my, my place we ain't about to do that, <laughs> yeah, about that do um so we ain't about to do all of that um but I do think the challenge could be having that conversation and then I've also learned. It's who you are attracted to. Sometimes we keep dating the, the ones that we're like, oh my God, they're this, they're that. That's You're attracted to that person and unfortunately you keep going after them. Um, sometimes one thing I've learned as you get older, your taste should evolve um, on your interactions with people. Amen. So that's how I look at it. I was in a, I was in a situation where, um, and I think I've told Bree about this, um, when I was in college, I was head over heels for this girl. Head over heels. Everyone in school knew I was head over heels for this chick. Um, and we tried we tried to make it work. It didn't work. Ten years later, we kind of reconnected. Um, and we went on a date. And, like, literally, we started after the first two dates. I was like, yo, we're definitely not on the same field that I was hoping we would be on. And I had to let her know. I was just like, yeah, the, the way I am right now isn't the way... I was 10 years ago. Um, so she was still more about the whole party life and everything. And I'm just like, nah, I'm trying to settle down and stuff like that. So sometimes you gotta be, sometimes you gotta take that L and be like, yeah, this wasn't it. Cause when I dated her 10 years ago and I'll never forget, my mom looked at me, she said, Alan, do not, do not splurge on this girl while you still trying to figure out. Did Alan listen? No. Mm. Alan splurged, went all out. And then when decided to make it official, Nah, I just felt like you're a really good friend. That's a safe space for me to friend be able to hang out. And it was just like, okay, I took that L. Sometimes you gotta take that L and just learn better from it. Um, yeah. But I, I, like Bree said, I don't. I'm not a coffee person. But if you want to go to a place where we can sit, talk, drink coffee, have hot chocolate, something like that, I'm down. Even ice cream. Shoot, yes! ice cream. People what? watch. Um, I'm trying to see if you got a tick. If you crazy or something. Yeah. 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 I need to make sure you ain't gonna spaz and smack me by mistake because you had a flashback from from the last dude you was at. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying. So I think that um, people, like you were saying, that people need to date 
inside their uh, <laughs> their pay grade, you know. So I mean, like if you already at the roof, Chris, and you meet somebody, whatever, da 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 da, and you want to take them back to roof, Chris, that's fine. But a coffee date is still cool. Um, maybe you go to a little upscale coffee house because there's different grades that have coffee houses. <laughs> so I mean, it just makes sense to me. Like you're like you said, like guys sometimes like or even women your um, attraction should evolve over time. So if you're attracted to people who take their dates out to Roof Chris or wherever restaurant, a high-end restaurant you can think in, even though Roof Chris ain't really that high-end, but <laughs> and they pre-cook their steak. Don't eat there. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they, wow. do they have a factory. I went there in Chicago and I was I was appalled. I would never eat Ruth Chris again. But um, I'm, I'm gonna change I'm gonna change this name to uh, Ruth Chris Exposed. <laughs> but no, it's like you got you have to date inside the the bracket. I mean, you, if you're not if you don't live somewhere a certain type of place, you don't live at a certain type of life where you eat Ruth Chris on a daily bracket um, basis, like my personal driving client who's a millionaire who spends $400 on a meal a night, oh then you probably God. should not just be trying to go to Ruth Chris. I can't, you have to date what's inside my pay grade. Now, no. doggy, I mean, yes, I like to go to Ruth Chris or the top steakhouse is my favorite. You know, I like to ball out every now and then, but you can't just be expecting that from just like, especially on a first date. I don't even know you. And you want me to spend like two, three hundred dollars on a on a meal? Like that's crazy. I better be getting some. I better be getting some. <laughs> Listen, somebody dropped them draws. <laughs> somebody but, and you also know what I think what I think another issue is and um I think men have to be completely honest with this. All right. There are women that are business-minded women that are making mad money that really do not care about how much you make. Yep. They literally are looking to make sure you're responsible, you are taking care of yourself, you are not late on your bills. If you're doing all of that, they really don't care. I, I really feel like we're making it a lot harder than it should be when they, now don't get me wrong, you have some women, they just like, this is where I'm at, we'll pay scaling, so I'm not gonna deal with you. But you do have a lot of women that are willing to deal with you if you're putting in the work and you're not going to sit there and cause them to look a certain way. Bree, I'm not even sure if I want you to Wait, wait a minute. When you say putting in the work, what do you mean? So Putting in the work, putting the work okay. in the bedroom? No, no, no. First, <laughs> oh, okay. first of all, that's Bree. That's Bree. That's Bree. So I ain't going there. But when I'm saying put in the work, <laughs> I mean, for one, okay, let's, let's call it spade a spade. Right now, a lot of women, especially black women, are looking for men that emotionally, mentally, spiritually mature um, and financially mature. Um, so a lot of them, and I've, I've noticed this, I just laughed the other day, I saw someone post up her her boyfriend. I ain't gonna lie, she, she, she bad. And I saw him and I just was like, mm. but then as she was talking about him, she was naming all the things that he does, all the things that she requires. And one thing I've learned Women aren't as superficial about their guys as we make them out. The if you can make a black woman feel safe, she notice that you are responsible. You're always trying to build and evolve yourself, and you have a game plan for not just you but her as well. A black woman is not really going to care about your pockets as much as we make it out to be. And then let's be honest, kids. Some of our brothers ain't got much in their pockets to begin with. So. 
I've seen dudes with like <laughs> okay. You know what? Let me pull out my what's in my wait, what's in my pocket. What's in my wallet? <laughs> nice. Okay, that black card. All right, all right. Well, these, well, these pants is a bunch of lint, but that's not the point. That's not the point. Okay. And I like I've been known to be the one. My friends have told me that I wanted to be the the prettiest person in the relationship. Uh, <laughs> so I I don't to me you can be fine to me and that's all that matters. I don't necessarily have to date the most uh you know physically attractive guy to he has he doesn't have to be you know beautiful but my well, you know my husband ain't ugly. <laughs> and he got to do that. <laughs> don't have both don't have and his wife on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's not important. That's not the important to me. What was important to me is that the list that I wrote out, which was a, the characteristics of a husband, um, did not include what he looked like. It did not include how much he had in his bank. It was like, do you love your family? Do you love God? Do you love? Do, you know, do how do you? You know, things. How he's going to treat me? How you going to make me feel? And I got what I wanted plus more, and I'm really grateful for that because you can't buy character, you can't buy um, faithfulness and loyalty, you can't buy any of those things, and those are not what's important. Um, you know, the things that are superficial that's going to fade over time. Um, I didn't gain probably about fifty pounds like since we've been married. Like, <laughs> I didn't gain over the winter. So, you know, he's he still here. He like, it's okay, baby. I like it. So I'm like, but no, it's got to go back off. But, you know, that kind of stuff fades after a while. And it's not the things that's going to sustain your relationship as you grow. So, Okay, so let, let's talk about it then. What are some of the most important characteristics that you guys look for in mates? And be, be honest, you know, don't say the thing that makes y'all look like y'all... Uh, Oh, you know, y'all just salt of the earth people. Shut up, Alan. <laughs> all right, we'll start with Bree. What do, what do you look, what are you really looking for, Bree? First of all, I'm sorry. This is gonna sound shallow. I'm not a shallow person. Sorry, not he sorry. Is, but I, go like off. I like. Shut up, Alan. <laughs> tea. I love teeth. I love oh. nice teeth. I had some teeth missing back in the days, and I spent six G's in my mouth. To have this nice, beautiful smile, so I know if I can do it, he can too. Okay, now that's the shallow part of me. Um, but for me, if he has children, are you present in your kids' lives? Like, are you there, or were you just a donor? Or are you going to give me the sob story of, you yeah, know, my baby mama, she don't be letting me see my kids? Are you fighting to see your kids? Are you trying to see your kids? I have questions because I have a son. So I don't want to get with someone who's irresponsible and not standing up for their children and their role as the father. Um, are you financially aware and stable? Are you able to take care of your own bills or are you looking for me to help you out? Because then that's when we may, you know, we may have to fall out because I have to take care of me and my son. I'm not going to look for a man to take care of me. If a man wants to step in, and do so, hey, more you're more than welcome to do so. But I'm not going to require you to do so um, because I feel like this is this is my responsibility. And until we get married and we become one and we become a family, you don't have to worry about all it. Worry about yourself. Make sure that you have a roof over your head. Make sure that you have transportation. Uh, I used to say, you know, if a guy was taller than me, 
I still kind of like guys taller than me, so I'm not going to fall back on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you want more children? You know, that matters to me. I want another child. I, I can't get with someone who's like, ah, I don't know. That means no. I'm not about to sit here and play these reindeer games back and forth. Um, can you be loyal? Are you loyal? Are you a loyal person? Are you a respectful person? Like, are you going to have me looking like Boo Boo the Fool in the streets? So to me, that's the most important. And then as long as you're not an atheist, I can deal with whatever your religious belief is. But atheist, I just, I, I, I just can't, you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> But I just, uh, it's funny. That's one of the questions. Too. What did Richard uh, Pryor say? You got that was one. Of, that was one of the questions. But you know, uh, I have to make a uh, observation, Bree. Yes. Um, are you? Do you have another career as a conductor? As a conductor. Because um, when you talk, I'm very <laughs> animated. <laughs> animated. No, I just, I don't know. What, I get excited. I get excited. I like to talk. You, you're conducting over there. I love it. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's her. She talks with her hands, huh? Yes. But <laughs> that's uh -oh. sound funny, Alan? No, you know, nothing. Yeah, no, that's, that's just my list. So I, I try not to be extensive. Because everything else is going to fall into place, you know, even just the attraction. If I have somewhat of a attraction to you, then you're going to end up being like the most handsomest guy in the world when I fall in love with you. Because I'm going to see beyond your physical. I'm going to see the qualities. I'm going to see how you make me feel. And, and like Mosaic said, you know, you're checking off the list when it comes to the characteristics. That's what matters. Because... The physical will always change. You see it. You can tell when a dude is in a relationship and he is happy because he does what? He puts on weight. And and it's just that's just how it is. You get comfortable. That's okay. You know, so that's my list. I don't ask for too much. No, no, not at all. No, that's that's a good list. That's a good list. What about you, Alan? Um I'm not really picky, um, to be honest. Um Height doesn't matter. Like, I just need to make sure when I wake up in the morning, I'm not going, Ugh. like, I, I just <laughs> 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 like, I just don't want that. Um, being six four, height's not an issue for me. Um, not really. Um, it's 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 here or there. Um, Would you date a white woman, Alan? Huh? Would you date a white woman, a non cocoa puff? Bree, you just be a straight messy. <laughs> be a straight messy. So, not to offend anybody who's listening, and like I said, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. If you ain't chocolate, if you're not mocha, if you're not caramel, what if you are Alicia Keys color? Huh? What if you like Alicia Keys color? Mm, you know what's funny? I actually don't think Alicia... To me, Alicia Keys is not attractive to me, just like I don't think Beyonce is attractive to me. Um, now, Rihanna is bae. Rihanna is bae. I don't know why she's playing around like she's about to go and marry this dude and have his baby. Um, <laughs> so, Rihanna is bae. Fix your face, Brie. Um, you said Alicia... You picking Rihanna over Alicia Keys? I don't find Alicia... First of all, 
Is this supposed to be my taste or your taste? <laughs> this is exactly what would be getting people in trouble. They'd be listening to their friends. Oh my God, he's not that attractive. First of all, I ain't even saying like that. Why you got me sounding like a, a ghetto Because that, oh my God. I'm glad you did that because that's literally what be getting people in trouble in relationships. They let their friends dictate who they gonna get with. Kente. No, no, man. It's my spotlight. Kente. Can I finish? Hold on, hold on. Kente, I feel threatened. He keep going like this to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. That's funny. I, I mean, I get the whole certain, certain look like I, you can't look like I, I don't so, need. For me, the most important thing for me, I think the most important thing for me, being a PK, being that my mom is a pastor, um, you definitely have to have a relationship with God. Um, I definitely need you to understand that. Um, I also need to understand that the responsibilities I have since my dad passed has changed at our church. Um, I also need people to understand that I am big on, I see a therapist twice, twice a month. So I need to understand and see how you feel about therapy. I need to see how you feel about being financially literate, being emotionally literate, spiritually literate. I like, I need to know those kind of stuff. First of all, Alan's about to knock on 38. I can't keep playing these games with people chilling. And then I got to relearn somebody else. No one got time for that. No, no one got time for that. Um, when it comes to kids, I want kids, but it's not one of those, it's the end of the world if I don't have kids, just because I kind of look at how everything is going on in a society. And that's, that's going to be a lot of work to bring a little person to a world, an environment where the way things are looking right now, it's just like, that might not be the flex it is. Um, and then you just have to be someone. My biggest thing is you got to be able to make me laugh. If you can make me laugh, it's a wrap. Um, but, like, I don't really have too many things. Um, like I tell everybody, I'm the first one to be like, I, don't, I can't tell no woman how she's supposed to be because there's some things she may not like about me. So, I mean, if I'm happy, one thing I've learned, because everyone talks about red flags, you have to figure out what you're going to be okay to deal with with your person. Because sometimes we say red flags, and immediately you hear red flag, you think it's something big. Like, oh, my God, he's an abuser. Your red flag could be, and this was something my mom and my dad dealt with early in their marriage. Your red flag could be when he brushes teeth, he leaves the film on the mirror, and he goes mm. about his business. And that may drive you insane. That may be your red flag. Are you, are you willing to deal with that? Right. Your red flag could be your person isn't the best person when it comes to cleaning. You was in a militant household where you had to clean top to bottom. Are you okay with the fact that you may have to do that with your spouse? Like sometimes we say red flags are these big conglomerate things and they're, they're small stuff. Sometimes it's the little stuff that you got to decide, are you willing to deal with? Now, if he beating you like the drum or you heard he's fighting or she's fighting, I'm a lover, not a fighter. You're not putting your hands on me. Not happening. So I'm not, I don't care how fine you are. I'm not about to deal with that. So I just think it depends on what you're okay with. Um, with me, if she's melanin and a little thick, you know, a little thick, I'm 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 cool. I'm cool. A little thick, a little thick. You so see, I dropped that a couple times. A little thick. I'm about that red flag thing. So when I hear people say red flags, like they they were joking about it on Facebook, like you know, making like kind of superficial things, like oh, he put the toilet paper on the on the roll wrong, you know, you know that kind of stuff. It was I got that as jokes too. To me, red flags are kind of serious because like, and they can be small, but the the, the small things like okay, you we're out we're going out to let's say we are on a date or something, 
and somebody comes up and asks you a question, just ask you, or whatever they say, the waiter or whatever, but they didn't ask me what I want, they walk away, and you're okay with that. So, so it's like, I'm just using this example, just come on top of my head. Um, that could be, you're not considering me. And so, and if you continue to do that, that's like a red flag to me, like, oh, you, you're kind of selfish or just simple things. Like some things you have to watch for in abusers. Like, I'm like, mm, mm, no, I didn't felt like that before. <laughs> you sound, you trying to control me. So I think that it's important to really focus on, like, if you've noticed little things that could lead into bigger things. But I mean, somebody leaving the toilet paper on the road the wrong way is not really a red flag. That's a pet peeve. Like my husband does a lot. My husband's African. I'm talking about straight off the boat from Africa. So there's a lot of things that he does that I could have been divorced him for a long time ago. Like, why would you put the ketchup next to the milk? I mean, <laughs> just, you know, <laughs> but it's things like my husband does, like he drives me absolutely nuts. And so to not fight about it my thing is this like he'll go in the kitchen and i'll be like oh i love my husband and he'll be like what i do because <laughs> oh. he knows he's done something or he he's muslim so he has you have to wash you have to do will do before you pray okay in senegal they got porcelain bathrooms i'm talking about florida ceiling tile in america you know we got drywall towel in the shower on the floors, like maybe some linoleum or laminate or whatever kind of floor you got. My husband got water every damn where. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh my God, like, can you please just the whole, there's a tough, I have a boatload of things that I could be really angry with him about. But I choose, it's like you said, you have to choose what you, you know, what you are willing to deal with. And, you know, sometimes you be like, you know what? <laughs> He might put the toilet paper on the roll backwards, but I, I signed up for that. Yeah. And that's how I did. Y'all about the toilet paper being put on backwards? Man, and the toilet seat. Being oh, no, nah, I know. Yeah, you need a you Or need a, water man. on the toilet seat, in my case, because we use bidets. We, you know, I'm probably the only one who uses tissue in the house. But, <laughs> but it's like a bidet. But yeah, don't put, don't leave water on the seat. Even though I know it's clean, I don't want to sit in it. Ugh, that makes terrible. sense. No, that makes sense. <laughs> we have, we have a, a couple of good questions uh, from the uh, the chat. Uh, real quick, um, uh, do you guys have any age preferences? My husband, ten years younger. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that's a double standard. I don't have no preference. That's a double standard. Because if a guy says if a guy says that, then it's like, you know. I think it's different though. Sometimes, like you said, for guys, but like I mean, it's the same. Be the same for for women too. I mean, I could say if I was like twenty years younger, I mean, still like mm, that's kind of pushing it. That man would be like twenty two. Oh, you know, God. like yeah, that's that's kind of that's mm, that's kind of like I waited for you. Hey, but there's some baby. men. Hey, he grown. Yeah, but there's uh -uh. some men who enough. actually watch little girls and wait till they are of a legal age Groom to talk them. to them, and that's crazy. now that is weird. Like I okay, feel like that's really weird. To me, though, that's an extreme though. Like to to go to that, you know. But it it happens a lot, can't I mean, it, it happens, but we're but I think we can all agree that those are bad so i like to stay in the park of that's not like 
creepy or <laughs> illegal. It's normal. Right. Because, I mean, we could we could say some some wives uh, stab their husbands for leaving the toilet up. <laughs> Yeah, I might, I might have almost. That's probably a lifetime. <laughs> I'm sure it is. If you've uh, never fallen in the side of a toilet in the middle of the night trying to go to the bathroom because some irresponsible person has let the toilet seat up, <laughs> why did, why didn't, if y'all have women's intuition, why didn't that women intuition kick in? You, you know what? <laughs> I hope you leave the toilet seat up and fall in it one night. I just said there was somebody on Facebook that said the men actually did that. <laughs> And he said when his butt touched the water, he was like, who's there? <laughs> he said he knocked everything <laughs> off the thing because he couldn't believe. He was like, I would never, ever leave the toilet seat up ever again in life. He was like, because I swear somebody had pushed me in the water and did it. <laughs> he said, who's there? <laughs> That's funny. What, what about you, Bree? Well, never age? happened to me. So, age. yeah, I was definitely raised at a young age, being in a household with the mom and the sister. Dad made sure, make sure you got that toilet down when you use the bathroom. Um, Do you have any age? For me, I mean, it just depends on the purpose. Is he a cutty buddy? Because if he a cutty buddy, he got to at least, let me see, I'm 39. So he got to at least minimum be like 29. Like the old women say with a strong back. Brie be right. over here acting up. I knew, I knew, you know what? You gotta have a strong back, strong arms. You gotta strong, be able to do all it. Have stamina. <laughs> if it's just for, if it's just for sexual purposes, then I will go twenty nine. Is the is the youngest. I don't want nobody older than me because listen, you ain't about to three pump me to death, and that's it. So we will say twenty nine to like thirty four, thirty five. If it's cutting buddy purposes. Um, relationship wise, I want someone that's around my age range, so I'm going to say 37 to like 40, 41. That's it. Dang, jeez, man. Oh, vegan, you got a strong back. Okay, listen, ah, you're not in your 40s, so mm, I don't know. Um, but yeah. That's that's my age preference. That's shut hilarious. up, Alan. That's hilarious. And what, what, also, the brand Savant, he's a great father too. Is he really? <laughs> yes, yeah. he is. Look at her up here promoting you up here, brand. Okay. Yeah, I think I think he's gonna be on the show next week. Uh, he's. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So, uh, what about you, Alan? Any age preferences? Um. Not really. So the joke I've been giving everybody is I am, and it's funny because I have a couple of friends that are on here, um, especially Miss Williams, who asked the question. Um, I tell everybody I'm in my billing stage. So your mama may come across me wrong. Your aunt may come across me wrong. Your sister may come across me wrong. So I mean, I would say like, 43, um, 43, 44. Um, and I, I probably would say like 30, 32, 33. Um, mm. But the thing is, I have a lot of older women that approach me. So I don't know. I don't know. The way society is acting, it depends on the mood. I just may have to go ahead and end up being a sugar Wait, baby. Well, Alan, oh, sugar Alan please tell me, Alan, you're not dating no aunties. <laughs> I mean, some of these aunties look look our age, so you're not gonna know until you sit there and you find out from the family she a whole auntie. I mean, like it is what it is. She wants a strong back, brother. She wants a strong back. 
Just saying. Listen. Oh my goodness. I can't. But all, but all joking aside, like honestly, like 43, 32. Mm-hmm. Um, I may push it at like 31. Um, the only reason like I'm kind of wavering on it, because I'm still not a hundred percent decided if I am fully invest into not having children or if mm. I do. So being that you understand how society and the healthcare is with black women, I'm very self-conscious when it comes to dating women who are older and they may want kids. Cause that, that is definitely a concern that has to be looked at. So can, can I ask you this question? Um, mm. Are you, are you an only child? No, I'm the oldest. Uh, my sisters were six years apart. Oh, okay. But no, mm. but the reason why I asked that is um, sometimes when you're an only child, there's more pressure on you to have a child, whether you want one or not. So, you know, you make a valid point because yeah. my and you're only male, started, right? Yeah, my mother has started before my dad passed. He started talking about grandkids left and right, left and right, left and right, left and right. I'm ready to have many numas running around. I'm ready to have many numas running around. Mom wasn't so much about grandkids. Mom didn't want kids to begin with, so mom was like, "I don't care. I ain't watching them. They not mine." <laughs> Since dad has passed, she has started mentioning. I think I'm ready for you and Patricia to have kids. Like, Alan, when are you going to do this? So, like, sometimes I have to also put that in perspective. And I've told him, you ain't about to pressure me to go in debt because I'm raising somebody you ain't going to take home that I got to take home when you tired of playing with them. So, mm, we'll see. So, yeah. But the pressure is there, especially, especially when nobody in the family has kids. So, yeah, the pressure is definitely there. Yeah. All right. So, uh she has another great question as well. Uh, salary expectations. Let's start with you, Alan, first, because we never talk about uh, some guys actually. You know, me, I, I, I don't like broke women, so uh, I've dated enough of them. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't want your money, I just want you to have money. <laughs> she said, I dated enough of them, All right? So, uh, you know, it's not just women that don't like broke. <laughs> You don't have to be um, rich. You just don't be broke. <laughs> yeah, so, whew, salary expectations. I live in Florida, so you guys already heard that Florida's getting their butt owned right now uh, when it comes to income and everything. Um, for for me, I don't really have a salary expectation because of what I make. So as long as it's feasible for both parties, because I always tell everybody, if, if you get married and I make 50, you make 50, we put that together, you got 100. So if I'm making 65, 70, and she's making 65, 70, or even four, I mean, as a, as a married couple, you put that together, you're, you're in a different tax bracket. Um, so it's never been an issue for me when it's come to um, financial status. At the end of the day, my only concern is, do I have to worry about the fact that while we're dating, are you getting hit with an eviction notice every month saying you need to get this paid or you about to get kicked out or are you getting a notice about your car going to get repoed because you're not sitting there making the payments? Like, yeah. that's what I need to know. I need to understand or- if you got if you're budgeting right, because you have some people that are making 70 and can't budget worth anything. And you got that's some true. people that are making 30 and 40. My dad's a prime example. We were talking about pay scaling one time and he was like, I did not know you made this much money. And I was like, to me, I was like, that's not a lot of money. And he was like, you know, I've never made that much ever in my life. And I was like, dad, and how did you take care of two kids and mom? And he was like, learning a budget. And when I say he never made it, like he's never made over 42 ever, wow. ever. And I was like, and how did you do that, sir? Cause baby, 
I be looking sometimes like I want to smack you and mom and say, y'all ain't have to bring me into this world if I knew the struggle was going to be this bad. So, so I, I really believe it just depends on their financial literacy. It, it, to me, it doesn't matter how much they make. Um, I think it's more of a personal preference that you have to have a conversation about. But like I said, you have people who make 60 that can't budget. And you got people who make 40 and 30 and they budget better than other people. So, yeah. Mm. Now, that's for me. Uh-huh. That's for me. Miss Bree is very upscale. So Bree is going to be sitting there like, you better be bringing that cash money. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Cash money. <laughs> uh, real quick. Uh, this is uh, this is Ryan. Uh, he's going by Brian. Brian Savant today. Hey, uh, what's going on? Yes. Um, That's Brian with the strong back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Hot mess. Yeah. All right. So uh financial. Uh what's what's the deal with you, uh Bree? Does a brother gotta have like said, uh, you gotta be balling out of control? No, he he gotta be controlling his balling, if anything. Like just <laughs> be able to support yourself. Like for me. I pay attention to dudes who they go out and they buy jewelry and they buy shoes and they, oh, I, sh- I want to get this car. And I'm just looking at it like, but do you need it? Like if push, if push wants to come to shove and, and we have to like, if we're struggling, are you going to be thinking about the next pair of Jordans that's coming out or the next PS6 that's coming out? <laughs> You're going too far. Going oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need my shoes. I need my shoes. as a gift to myself because I, I hit a budget. But you also head. got the thirst trapping um, uh, F-boy car, too, okay? And you're in Florida. First of all, I, y'all better stop disrespecting people who have chargers. We are not F-boys. Leave us alone. We are just as innocent and mild-mannered. Oh, I mean, is it a Hilltat or is it a regular charger? Huh? Is it a Hellcat or is it a regular charger? I was not about okay, to. Okay, we got a corporate job and we had a Hellcat. It would be different if you had a Hellcat. I yeah. know you're not talking, Miss Bicycle Barbie. Ooh, are we going to talk? Are we going to talk? talk? <laughs> he calls you Bicycle Barbie? Because I got a motorcycle. We we going to have that conversation? I'm just saying. Exactly. Oh, wow. In the name of he said that. what network I do what I got to do. I can see I can <laughs> see, see Bree on the bike. I mean on the motorcycle. I can see. Yes. That. Yeah, she so, be letting everyone know that she got a motor. You know my anyway, answer the question, Bree. Sorry. I was trying to. You know, we're telling all the business. So um, yeah, I mean, listen, as long as he is able to make sound decisions with his money, to me that matters. So he can have a whole bunch of money. He can have a little bit of money. I ain't going to sit here and lie and say it don't matter because it matters. But if you got a lot of money and you're wasteful, you're not investing, you're not saving, you're going on trips left and right, but you don't have nothing to show for it as far as in your bank account. That's what I'm looking at because when we become, when two become one, we're both sharing that same account. Or sharing a account. So I need to make sure that I can rely on you. Because at the end of the day, you the man of the house, right? You the King Kong, right? I need to make yep. sure that I can depend on you if I need to, yep. when I need to. 
No, no, Ryan. Um, have you ever ran a credit check on a woman you dated? No. <laughs> <laughs> I should. <laughs> you know, I, no, but you can always tell. You can always mm -hmm. tell by. You can always tell by. Um, hold on, sorry. You can always. You can always tell just by the way they roll. You know, and and what they value. Um, you know, I have a lot of. You know, a few of my best friends are are, are quite wealthy. You know, and uh, we grew up together. Um, that even my clients and the people that I associate myself with, uh, you can always tell people that you know, live a lavish lifestyle. I even teach my son how to recognize it because, you know, he's like, oh, dad, look at this girl. She's flexing, like in a car and a BMW. I'm like, how do you know? You know, how do you know? Like a lot a lot of people, you ever look at those uh, Visa commercials and they're like flying on like a magic carpet and shit? Only Visa can do that. Right. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like it, 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 only Visa can do those magical things. Like, but, you know, for me, I'm very, like, I, uh, I read this book called The Millionaire Next Door. And that book is about um, just, you know, being able to just walk like a normal person living in middle class neighborhoods, but holding on to a lot of wealth. You know, it's just different mentality that everybody has the ability to become a millionaire they just have to know how to spend their money wisely and know where to live, right? Because if you're living in a rich neighborhood, then you got to keep up with the Joneses. But if you live in a in a poor neighborhood or a middle class neighborhood, then you don't got to keep up with anybody. So that's the mentality that I've been on, and um, so you can always just tell with how people spend their their time. Like, do they cook at home? You know, do or are they always eating out? You know, like, have you looked like, you know, when you eat out all the time, like that's a thousand dollars a month that people just go through when they're eating takeout. You know, I, I've, I think I, I said this on a, a past show when I'm at the grocery store and, uh, you know, when I'm a, when I'm single and I'll see in a woman's uh, cart, if she got a bunch of the what's them things called angry man. Uh, what's that oh, brand? Hungry uh, man. Hungry oh, the hungry man. man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call it angry man. Uh, if I see a bunch of those, I'm like, no, no, can't do it. If she's if she's rocking the um, the microwave dinners, I got a crazy story about that. But I'll I'm glad to know I'm not. Well, question, Kinte. So, so would you expect who you're dealing with to be a cook? Heck yeah. I, and and look, I'm great. It's Kinte. He's a caveman. I'm I'm great. Right. One I I. I you know, I um, I I'm like an expert in the kitchen. I used to have a food business, but um, but no, yeah, I believe in gender roles. I believe in I, I believe in all of that. So yeah, she she got to be able to cook, uh, and I can't stand when a woman brags about she can't boil water. Oh, it's disgusting. What? So yes, she'll be like, oh, I can't boil water. I'm like, here bragging like that, trying to get a husband. See, wait, have you been to LA? LA? In LA, it's 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 an epidemic. I live in Los Angeles. I so, don't cook. Uh, I have a cook. Right. Oh my god. You know, uh, so or or they want to um, they want you to uh, they want to be a housewife without the housewife part. Oh, <laughs> <You know>? oh <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have a, a maid. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, I want to be a housewife without the house part. part. I, I have no problems with that, okay? Well, you're just so, looking for Maybe, please. Maybe. You know, I will cook, you know, but maybe, please. It's funny because I, 
I I'm not like the top chef, but I can read. And I tell everybody, if you can read, you can cook. Amen. Uh, That's what I say. That's my line. That's for me. I like to cook. So for me, it's nothing for me to be like, yeah, if, if my, my lady comes over, I'll cook. I'll throw something together. Um, and then I just like to eat, too. So, like, I, I got a lot of cooking. I just like to um, So I, I, I was just wondering about that because you mentioned the Hungry Man thing. Because I feel like, and the ladies can correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like you're running into a lot more women, though, who are not proficient in the kitchen compared to women of old. Like right. now when you find out, it's like, oh, you can cook? Nah, and you're like, okay, I'm not really surprised you can't cook. But they didn't- And you're in the South, like, yeah, right? You're like, oh, you can cook? And she's like, yeah. Like, yeah, oh. here in Florida. You're in the South, well, kind of the South, right? I mean, yeah, the, I mean the kids right? that work with, they're 18 to 24, a lot of them don't know how to cook. So um, when I do cook, because I cook in my office quite a bit, so they'll come in, can you show me how to make greens? Can you show me how to make cabbage? Or, you know, so I, I do run into those that want to know how to, I'm like, because how you going to eat? You can't eat uh, chicken nuggets and uh, <laughs> hot dogs every day. You can't do you know, it. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, as, as guys out here in L.A., we have this fantasy of uh, Midwestern and Southern women that, you know, they're, you come home and they got the little flour, you know, on the, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the apron, and they tell you to go ahead and wash up, honey. You know, because we don't get that out here. So, wait, uh, who made y'all think that happens down right. here? Right. Because we think because it's the South, right? What's that got to do with anything? That might happen in my house. We figure, like, there's a there's a pitcher of sweet tea waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a porch, there's a porch swing, right? Of course. Right? Oh, my goodness. You know, but uh, I mean, now you need to go to the country, country south. You need to go to places like South Carolina, stuff like that. If you're talking about that's what you're trying to get, you ain't about to get that in Orlando. I mean, it's hard working as a woman and being yeah. like, you know, and then trying to come home and cook because even sometimes I struggle. And like Brandon, if I like Ryan mentioned, he was like, You see how my, I feed my husband? I cook a lot. I do. I cook a lot. And so, but it's hard some days. Like, I'm tired and I'll come home and, like, and I stay with my dad now, too. So it's like, okay, what are we going to do to dinner today? Now, I'm, I really need to get back into planning out what I'm going to cook because it's it's a lot. Like, you work eight hours and you come home and then you got to cook and it takes me to about dinner ain't done to about seven or eight. That's there was why. a controversy once on this show. This I think this is right before you came on, Jose. And um, where I was talking, to, we were talking about things that guys would like, you know, in a woman. And I was and I was talking about the idea of, you know, you're you're feeling bad, you're sick. This is pre-COVID. Uh, and you come home, or your woman is like, I'm I'm gonna make soup for you and uh, you know, like really look after you, right? When you're not feeling well, right? That's nurturing, right? And the women in our chat room was like, well, does she have to make it? Can she just get some Campbell's soup? <laughs> but you know what? You know what's funny, Kente, too? It 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 comes down to what you have seen growing up. Uh-huh. That's true. So when you mentioned about the whole cooking, my sister and I coming up, it was not unusual for us to see dad cook. It was not unusual to see dad clean. It was not unusual to see dad do the laundry. It was not unusual to see him do that stuff. And on top of that, deal with us with our schoolwork and tell him, mom, you take a break. You don't have the kids all day. Let me go ahead and cut in. So I think it also 
depends on how you came up. So that's why for me, cooking and cleaning is not a big deal to me. It's not a deal breaker to me. But if you're in a household where you're not seeing that, it's going to be foreign to you. Because, okay, so imagine if I get with somebody who was never shown none of that stuff. They were used to, you cater to them. That would probably be a shell shock to me. Because in my parents' relationship, it was a partnership. It was an organic partnership where they worked together as a unit. Not all is on one person, all is on another person. Um, my parents were big on teaching my sister and I that your partner, whatever your weaknesses are, they should be able to cover your weaknesses and vice versa. Right. So I do believe in today's generation, a not a. Uh oh. Mm -mm, guys, no, cut his mm -hmm. mic off. Coming up Let when it comes to certain stuff, mm. and so. then also once again communicate. It, like, like I respect what Kente saying. Like, I know some. I know right now there's probably some young lady talking about. Nah, he over here want me to be a slave. No, he just said he wants somebody that's going to cook and clean. You just have to have that conversation because there are women that are out there that want to do that. Just like there's men out there that want to be that guy that does everything. Great question. Stephanie Taylor says, if Kente, if you believe in gender roles, what do you believe the man's Ooh, role to Ms. be? Taylor. And, Don't um, have Ms. Taylor with that question. And I I, I, th I think I really believe in the man's role to be the, the leader and the head of the household. Not to say that it's a dictatorship, but but you can't spell dictator without the first part of the word. Uh, so <laughs> what? you know what? I cannot. But you know what? We ain't even getting the case. That means we and ain't even getting one gender case. got it and the other gender don't. But what I'm saying though is I really do believe in you know, I, I believe that that as the man that you are the head of the household, you are the, the chief protector, you are the grand poobah, and you should take that very serious. So I do definitely believe in that. So uh, I don't. I feel like you shouldn't do all those things for a guy that is not gonna, um, is you know, is not gonna take his role as the man in the house serious. So I definitely do believe that. But yeah, I yeah, I, there's certain things that I, you know, if if we're upstairs in the bedroom and there's a noise downstairs, I'm not gonna hand her the bat and tell her to go figure it out. That's but how happening. often does that happen, though? Uh, it depends on what neighborhood you live in. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's, wow. true. That's true. <laughs> but I'm just using that as an example, though, you know? So, um, and then I'm not going to have my woman out there mowing the lawn and all that kind of stuff. This is just not going to happen. So, you know, I dated a plumber, a woman who was a professional plumber, and I had an issue, a plumbing <laughs> issue, and I would not let her do it. I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't let her do it. My husband comes from a, a land of gender roles, <laughs> but he's more progressive in the way he thinks, even though I still stand on grounds when it comes to certain things. Like, I don't think I should ever have to touch trash. Um, no, I don't think that I should ever have to cut grass, even though I like cutting grass. I, I like to cut the grass. Cutting grass is therapeutic. Uh, but my husband can be a bit lazy, and in Senegal, they are. They just kind of lay around, and boys would go outside and play, and girls are in the house cooking, cleaning, washing, you name it. They're doing domestic work. And so, I got to move to Senegal. He's not, he's not very motivated to do something. Sometimes they're very lackadaisical in, in Senegal. 
So it's like, you know, it's like, oh, you got to be at work at eight. I'll get there about nine, you know. <laughs> hey, I, I need to move to Senegal. Man, it's a trip. But, you know, they expect things out of women. So cooking, cleaning, washing, whatever. My husband will help. Uh, sometimes I might have to um, threaten to send him back to the husband's store. But, you know, he will get up there and help. And I just, like, some days, I told him last week I wanted to be his girlfriend again. I said, I think I just want to be a girlfriend. And he's like, why? What's wrong with my wife? I said, because, you know, when you're a girlfriend, the boy, the men, they do stuff for you. I said, you know, I can ask you to cut the grass. The grass can cut. I can ask you. He was like, no, the husband is good for the house. I said, why? I don't I don't understand. He was like, the husband take the trash out. He cut the grass. I said, well, my husband didn't cut the grass. And then he went outside and cut the grass. Well, so, I, I, I'll say this. I'll say this about the cutting the grass. Uh, I don't cut my own grass. I have a garden. At least you pay for somebody right. to cut the grass. Right, but my lady would never be. I would, you know, I, I would never have my woman out there cutting the. I would feel like the the weakest dude ever. My woman's out there. I'm sitting at home. I'm I'm in the living room, drinking tea. Uh, or something, or maybe you missed the spot. Yeah, I'd be like, you call that cut? <laughs> no, I do have to go out and supervise because yeah. they don't have grass in Senegal. They got uh, sand, so I might have to be like, hey, no, you gotta go on the lines. You, you can't uh, just be leaving tall lines. No, you can't do that. But you uh, know, all right. As much as I hate to do this, we we have to cut this uh, episode short. We gotta have you guys back on. Uh, this was awesome, and you know we. Uh, Alan, we always uh, love it when you come on. You always give great insights. And Bree, uh, I've come to watch you guys quite a bit um, on Instagram as well as you know listening to your podcast. It's an excellent show. Actually, I wanted to take a moment when I first reached out to you, Alan. It was uh, I wanted because I was listening, but I never told you that I was listening to your show. And sometimes when um, you know you know somebody and you're checking out their content, you should let them know that. You know, I'm actually following what you guys are doing, so uh, I really, that. I really enjoy it, man. And you know, yeah. you're you're an awesome, dude, man. So, and and you seem like a very awesome uh, lady as well. Uh, Brie. Thank you. So, yeah, uh, that's that's my boom right there. And you guys are that, fun. Yeah, that right yeah, there. That, that was really it was a great episode. Now, real quick before we say our goodbyes, um, I just want to let people know this is episode 194. So, so we are getting close to episode 200. So we're going to have, uh, for episode 200, we're going to have this big bash where I'm trying to get all my ex-co-hosts. Uh, and I didn't fall out with none of my co-hosts. It was just, you know, time to move on. <laughs> so, uh, but I want to I wanna um, get all my ex-co-hosts to pop on, uh, the, the, the people who've contributed. So, Alan, please come on. Oh, yeah. Uh, and um ryan of course uh and ryan you're supposed to be on next week right uh for our um episode so uh we're gonna have more information about our 200th episode i've already got a couple of the co-hosts uh from the past have agreed to come on so i'm just trying to track down one more but um yeah, that should be a great show next week our show is going to be uh where we react to um content from the internet and um mm. i'll just say that uh, some of the stuff is gonna is controversial. Uh, some of us, I don't, I don't know that we would agree with some of the content. But um, this is in the dating space. Uh, 
So uh, we won't. We, I don't think we're gonna have that guy who who just died uh, on the show, but we will oh. we'll, we'll, we'll leave him uh, leave him where he's at. But um, uh, that's next week, and then we're trying to work it out. Um, we're trying to have our our poetry slam uh, once again. Mm-hmm. It's been a couple of years since we had it. Uh, I think it was 2020. So uh, that may be, if not, if not. Um, uh, it won't be next week. It'll be the following week. So uh, if you're a poet out there and you want to read some poetry live to an audience, uh, let me know. And, uh, you know, you get your finger snaps, of course, uh, from, uh, back in the day. Uh, that's going down as well. So uh, we have a, a lot of great episodes coming up. Looking forward to it. So let's start off with Bree. How can we get you in social media? And uh, what should we be on the lookout for from you? Yes. So once again, thank you um, both for having us up here. We truly, truly enjoyed it. Um, you guys can reach out to me on Instagram. It's underscore simply Bree underscore and that's S-I-M-P-L-E-E-B-R-E-E underscore. But if you just look up simply Bree, you'll find me. Just look it up. Oh, wait, there's an underscore. B- wait, there's an under. I yeah, the just like how it is right here. So it's that's a it. under. Wait, wait, is it? Let me. Let me see. Wait, did I do but the thing is, if you just type in simply Bree, just spell like that, you'll find it. It has two kisses, two lips on the side of the name. Um, and I don't know what picture I got from my avatar. I switched my hair up so much. But um, yeah, you guys definitely check me out. Follow the network. He said what network.com. Um, check out the content. Check out the shows. Definitely let us know what you guys think. Is there something that you want us to talk about that we probably already don't have up in the lineup, but we got some good stuff lined up. Um, I mean, just continue to support us. Um, like like uh, Alan said, Wednesday is going to be our two-year anniversary for uh-huh. He Said What Network. So, you know, we're excited about that. All of my hosts are throughout the United States, so... Uh, I was thinking of doing a celebration, but we may just do something virtual and just go live on Instagram and just, you know, talk about our experiences. So, um, I mean, that's now, really what time? It. What time? Um, I will have to post it on Instagram. It'll probably be it'll be Wednesday. So wait a minute, Alan, we got our show Wednesday, so it may be like after nine, after nine p.m. Eastern. Eastern. Okay, I, I will definitely be there for that. Yeah. That's my um, day off. Yeah, and check us out Wednesday. We have, um, should, he said, what show we're talking about? Would you date the male slash female version? Why you keep making that face, Alan? No. <laughs> so Alan already got it figured out that I wouldn't want to date the male version of me if he got uh, baby bear and hips and a bubble butt. Uh, <laughs> Alan, I do not discriminate. Okay, no, I do discriminate. You can't have no bubble button, no child being <laughs> hips, and be no guy. Uh, so yeah, I'm done. Take it away, Alan. Hilarious. Oh, it's my turn. Um, okay, so for those who follow, you can follow me on Instagram at um, it's on the screen, Newman underscore Junior underscore 2.0. Um, don't have any new projects in the work at the moment. Um, like Bree said, we're on the He Said What Network. Uh, for she said what on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Definitely check us check us out as we celebrate uh, two years of being um, together on the bo- uh, on the show. Um, 
those who don't know if you follow me on Instagram or TikTok, stay away from TikTok, please, because I got enough foolishness going on there. But follow me on Instagram or uh, Twitter <laughs> at the same handle. Um, most of my content is promoting the appreciation and love of Black people in general, but it's definitely geared towards Black women and letting them know how appreciated and wanted and cared for and needed that they are. Um, and that's all I have. Actually, I affectionately call black women Cocoa Puffs or my melanated queens. And we call him um, the Cocoa Puff Master. No, we're not doing this. <laughs> there is no Cocoa Puff Master. Um, we're not doing this. Um, no one's doing this foolishness. So, yes. So, check me out on Instagram. Hit the follow button. And check us out on She Said What. Stop saying She Said What. Is it She Said, said What. what? Is she said What. Old habits die hard. My bad. Please check us out on He Said What. She Why you gotta say it like that? I'm gonna get you on Wednesday. You just wait. I love it. I can't wait to see that too. <laughs> All right. Uh, how can we get you, Ryan? Uh, you can catch me on Instagram at um, Brand Savant TV or Hustle Zone TV or Hustle Zone. Uh, and I'm also on TikTok, but with uh, different accounts on there. Uh, I have uh, Dr. Sabi Academy. We just reached 30,000 followers. And I'm educating people on the Dr. Sebi diet um, and actually bringing uh, facts like coming with the uh, with with articles and um, uh, peer review articles uh, supporting Dr. Sebi claims. So it's, it's kind of one of a kind account. So I want to check me out on there. And then I also have an account on dyslexia. So calibrated dyslexia, uh, talking about how to navigate the world um, as someone that has neurodivergence, you know, and helping people with that. So both of the accounts are doing pretty well. I love TikTok. So, um, you know, check me out on those platforms, too. All right. And uh, Mosaic, how can we get you? You can find me on IG at Mosaic Star or on Clubhouse at Mosaic Star. And then also on Twitter when I'm on there. I'm not on there as much. And that's just Mosaic. But um, yeah, come come holler at me or soon I'll be launching my, my business here thing again soon. So working on some stuff in the background. Watch out for Missouri Y2 Beauty and Wellness. All right, all right. And you guys right. can get, get me at Kente F on Twitter. Get me at Kente Ferguson on Instagram. And of course, the website is theindyradio.com. That's the I-N-D-Y radio.com. And like I said, we'll be back here next week for our new episode. Uh, you guys have a great weekend or week, a <laughs> weekend. Uh, have a great week and uh, God bless you guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you. Yeah.